What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Dropping Gemstone, and I am your host, Janice, aka Gemstone. And um, pretty much what I wanted to talk to y'all about today was something that has been on my mind to talk about recently, but I didn't even really want to talk about it at first because it was kind of dealing with like a bit of a heartbreak, uh, me getting played and all that other bullshit. But I figured, you know, why the hell not? Because I might as well do it. So let's see. Let's let's just get right into the story, okay? Now, okay, this story involves somebody from my past that I grew up with. I went to high school with this person. I think middle school too, um, briefly with middle school. And, um, let me just go into the past so y'all can kind of be brought up to what happened and it'll make, it'll all make sense. Okay. Now, I knew this person in high school and, uh, we'll just call him Leon. Okay. Just for, to, you know, protect the identities of people involved. Um, so Leon, this is someone I went to high school with, but he was one of those people that he ended up getting I didn't know this but he ended up getting arrested like I guess maybe after freshman or sophomore year so I just honestly thought he disappeared or moved away or something I did I didn't know what the hell happened so didn't think much about that and I think maybe around 19 years old so this is in 2000 Oh, shit. No, not 19. I was 20. I'm lying. Okay. This is like 2012. Yeah, it's 2012. Um, I came across him again. I don't even know how. I think I found him on Facebook or I don't know. He was probably recommended or actually, I think I ran into him somewhere. It was like, oh, shoot, Leon, like, what's up? So we ended up linking up and talking and... You know, we got to talking about things, and he told me that he liked me, right? But he never really knew how to tell me, but he liked me the whole time. Like, I was in high school and in a relationship with a whole other person, right? So, I ended up letting him know that um, I thought, you know, I thought he was cute at the time, but I just didn't think he liked me, so. Plus, I was, like, too worried about the other dude I was with, so that's just what it was. Long story short, we end up getting... uh, end up getting together we become a couple and this happens to be about maybe two and a half weeks before I was supposed to be leaving to go away to college so (laughs) as you can probably imagine that was like not the best idea but um I felt like you know in my mind back then like well we can make it work you know I could come back to visit and things like that well, um, let's see what happened next. Maybe like we spent every day together, y'all. Okay. We spent every single day together and I didn't really think much of it because it was just like, okay, you know, this is my bae. This is boo. So yeah, I had my own place. So I didn't think much of it. I just assumed, you know, he was probably living, like, with family or friends or something. I didn't know. Um, 
so yeah we spent every day together like i'm talking about like wherever i went he was there like he was damn near my fucking shadow okay and i noticed once it got to like the last maybe three days before i was gonna leave this nigga just pulled a straight up patrick swayze on your girl like he got ghost i don't know where this nigga went i did not hear from him he did not answer calls I didn't know if he was dead or alive. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Um, but of course, being that we were on social media, um, I saw that he was updating, right? So it was just like, all right. So he just ain't trying to fuck with me. Of course, in my mind, like any other person would think, I'm thinking you getting involved with somebody else and you was probably cheating or some shit. Cause what the hell? Like who does shit like that, right? This is all going to make sense later on as I tell the story further, okay? Well, three days go by. I end up going away to school. You know, I felt uh, distraught by that. But at the same time, it was like I didn't have enough time to really deal with it or process it. I just knew at the time I, I really fucking hated his guts for doing that shit to me. But I was too busy going to a new college. I was in a new environment. Plus, you know, I had so many different dudes up in my face (laughs) at that school so I kind of I can't say got over it but I was distracted so that's just what happened now let's bring it back to well bring it up to speed to 2019 okay well actually no 2018 um something had told me to just look into looking to him like just to see where he was at how he was doing right so i ended up finding his social media on facebook and lo and behold i see that this nigga got locked up again and (laughs) it's not funny but it's just ironic but he got locked up again and from what his post said, I think he was supposed to be away for like five years or something. And I was, you know, my Pisces ass, I'm being all sensitive. I'm like, oh my God, that's horrible. Like, oh my God, why does he keep going to, you know, why does he keep going to jail? Like, he, you know, at, at the time, I just thought that was maybe his second time going back to prison. Um, yeah, more info on that too. So, <laughs> that'll be revealed later in the story. So, I decide that I want to hit him up. You know, I decide, I look up his information. I'm naturally an investigator, so I will find anybody. I can find just about anybody if I put my mind to it, because I'm nosy and just diligent like that. But So, I looked him up, found out what prison he was at, um, and I sent them a letter. Strike one. I shouldn't have done that shit. I send his ass a letter, he sends me back, right? Okay, cool, that's fine. Um, He seemed very happy to hear from me, and I was happy to hear from him. He was very warm, you know, how he greeted me, and first thing he said, I remember he said something about, like, oh, I, you know, I really regret what happened, and he pretty much um, offered to talk to me on the phone. and he told me also that like he regretted you know losing me and that I, I was everything he could have ever wanted in a woman you know blah 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 all that shit and he offered to talk to me on the phone if I was okay with that and I said yes so set up the JPay strike two 
there's a lot of red flags in these stories, so I just want y'all to know, be warned. Set up the JPay. We get to talking on the phone, and pretty much he reveals to me that the reason he disappeared on me like that when I went away to college um, is because he was homeless, and he didn't want to tell me. Now, this is what he's telling me. God knows that that's really the truth or not, but I just felt like, okay, why wouldn't you tell somebody that? Like, <laughs> he was like, well, I didn't want to mess up you going to school or have you worried about me. All that I understand, but I still feel like that's bullshit because you still could have told me. You know what I mean? Um, and I feel like this. The nigga got into a whole relationship like, what, what, two months afterwards? Or hell, for all I know, it might have been sooner than that. But he was in a whole nother fucking relationship. So it's like, shit, I don't know what you was really doing. But he ended up telling me that, right, that he was homeless. And that's why he just disappeared on me because he didn't want to tell me. I guess he was embarrassed, whatever, right? And, you know, we get to talking. He apologized for everything and... He was just like, you know, I feel like this is a second chance for us to be together. And I'm not going to fuck it up this time. I'm going to do right. Yeah, that's that's bullshit, y'all. That's that's straight bull to the shit. And I fell for it. I did because I really believed him. In my mind, I felt like I still looked at him as that that boy I went to school with. You know, I went to high school with. I didn't see him as anything else. I didn't see him as being like a liar or a manipulator or anything like that. So, we talked. From that point on, we started talking every day over the phone. Like, every day. And he, um, we talked like multiple times throughout the day. So, it's not just one call, okay? I'm getting all those JPay <laughs> charges to my account, okay? I'm getting hit up. But I didn't care at the time because I just, you know, wanted to be able to talk to him and things like that. So we talked. And it's it was so many weird things, y'all, going on. I will say me and this dude had a connection that I ha- I haven't had with any other person as deep. Uh, and let me explain when I say this, okay? Um, we were planning a life together and all that. Uh, of course, you know, he was claiming that he was going to come out to Dallas um, or find a way to come out to Dallas because he felt like there were better job opportunities out there for him versus our hometown. And um, we just had some weird stuff going on, y'all. Okay, let me, let me just describe one thing. And please don't think I'm crazy. Y'all, some of y'all might think I'm crazy for saying this, but it is what it is. Me and this dude could really, like, telepathically communicate. Because there was one time, I remember, we kind of got into it over the phone about something. And um, I remember in my mind, I was feeling, like, kind of upset because I hadn't heard from him. And I was just thinking, like, damn, he's not going to call me because we argued. Like, that's fucked up. Well, uh, I remember saying in my mind, like... Leon, <laughs> I almost said his real name, y'all. I remember saying, Leon, I love you and I miss you. Please call me. Y'all know that nigga called me within one minute and I bullshit you not. It was actually like an entire minute later he called me. My eyes bugged so far out of my head. 
<laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And then there was another instance where, actually there were several instances where this happened, but it was one in particular where he was able to tell that I was upset around like 7 a.m. in the morning because um, I was working a, a previous job and somebody had pissed me off and I was real pissed off. And um, he ended up, he told me that, you know, he was talking to one of his like cellmates or whatever. And he was like, man, I get a feeling like I need to call her. And, you know, I mean, like, why are you calling her this early? You know, what's wrong with you? And um, he ended up asking me on the phone later, like, you know, was something wrong with you around seven o'clock in the morning? And I said, yeah. So the fact that we were able to pick up on each other's energy like that was crazy. And it's like I said, that happened more than one occasion where like I could tell that something was wrong with him and all that stuff. Right. So it, it, it was really crazy. But I'm an empath like that. So I can do that. And apparently he has certain capabilities, too, um, that he wasn't aware of. So what happened next? One day uh, came about, it was close to him getting out, I think maybe two weeks or so, um, and he found out that, now keep in mind, this dude already had like one kid that he knew about, <laughs> and, and I told him like, look, I normally don't deal with people with kids because I just don't want to deal with the drama, and of course he assured me that it wasn't none of that going on, and comes to find out he ends up being like served some sort of papers while he's in prison from what he told me he found out that he ended up having another one or possibly another one I still don't even know if that was really his kid or not and of course I got mad over that because I was like damn like I'm not gonna be able to be with you you know like this this is too much I can't do that like it's one thing you know dealing with you you know being in prison it's another thing having a kid but when you adding like multiple kids and on top of that, this dude was not very um, wise. You know, he was very, um, as far as being promiscuous. So it ain't no telling how many babies he had out there. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I am not trying to be that chick being, you know, sitting up waiting and <laughs> seeing random chicks pull up with a baby talking about his ears. I'm not trying to deal with that shit. I don't do the baby mama drama. That ain't for me. No, ma'am. No, sir. So... We kind of got into it over that. I kind of got upset, and I was like, look, I'm, I'm not trying to, like, I'm not mad at you that happened before me, but what I'm letting you know is, like, I don't think we can be together if the kid is yours. You know, I can be your friend. Shit, I can even be aunties of the kids. I'm always going to love you and care about you, but I ain't going to be able to be with you because I, I already been in a situation like that before, and I did not like it. I did not like dealing with people with kids. So... And I'm like, one is just enough. You know, one baby mama, one kid. But when you add multiples in there, no, nah, that shit get ugly. And real ghetto, real quick. So I ain't trying to do it. So we ended up, you know, kind of like settling down. You know, like we kind of calmed down off of that. Right. Uh, we made up. So we went back. Everything just went back to normal. We were talking all lovey-dovey and, oh, I can't wait to see you and this and that. Now, we had made plans, you know, uh, to meet uh, the day he got released because he was supposed to be going to downtown Dallas um, to be dropped off at the um, the Greyhound station or something like that. So, 
and this was around February of 2019, and he was supposed to be getting dropped off around that time, um, uh, you know, around February, and um, we had made we made some plans, you know, I was like, okay, I'm gonna meet you there, I don't know how long you're gonna have to wait, um, but, you know, I just want to be able to see you and all that good stuff, right? Now, the last week, I wasn't going to be able to talk to him on the phone because he would be getting transferred around a lot because he was all the way out somewhere in Timbuktu, so he had to be transferred to different prisons and jails so he could finally be released, right? So, that that whole week, I didn't talk to him, and I'm not even going to lie to y'all, like, that was, like, one of the hardest weeks of my life emotionally, because I wanted to talk to this dude so bad, but I had to keep in mind, like, look, I'm going to see him, like, we actually going to be able to see each other, so it's better that he's free, and we're able to see each other, even if it's after a week, than me talking to him every day, and he's locked up behind bars, like, that doesn't make sense, so... I just had to wait. Now, during the last week, though, that we weren't talking, I started having dreams um, about, like, other women just kind of coming out, you know, saying that he had kids with them or, like, another baby. And I was just like, okay. Of course, the first thing the first thing in my damn mind, I was just like, you know what? No, that's the devil. <laughs> that That's just negativity. You know, trying to separate us and, oh, that's just my fear, my subconscious and all that. No, that was actually like a warning that I was getting. So, the day comes, right, that we're supposed to we're supposed to be meeting at the Greyhound station. I remember I went to the store and I got, I got him and his daughter like some little Valentine's Day gifts. Even though it was like maybe two weeks before Valentine's Day. But I was like, well, shoot, I'm probably not going to see him on Valentine's Day. So I might as well just give that to him and his daughter, you know, so he can give it to his daughter. Now, I go out there and I wait. And I wait. And I wait some more. Y'all, I waited three. No, I think it was like four hours. And this dude never showed up. He never fucking showed up. I remember I was just sitting there with that shit in my hand, looking like a complete jackass, looking dumb as hell. Because, you know, I was just waiting for him and he never showed. And not only that, I ended up calling, uh, because I think the last jail that he was at before he got released was Dallas County or somewhere, something like that. And <laughs> they said that he had been picked up. How's that for a turn of events? Okay. So he was picked up and I'm thinking, okay, that got to be a mistake or maybe like something happened out of his control. Maybe his mom came, got him, his sister, something like that, a family member. But then I was like, no, because he has my number. This dude, like, remembered my number by heart every day. He was calling me, like, three days, well, for three months straight. <laughs> so he knows my number by heart. I was like, he would probably just take their phone and call me or send me a text or something to let me know, like, hey, don't go down there. Like, I'm getting picked up. Whatever, right? So that obviously was not the case. Now, 
of course, after all this shit, I'm heartbroken, I'm distraught, I'm confused. I remember I called somebody, like, crying, like, what the hell is going on? Like, why would he do that? Like, what the hell? Like, I really thought he was different this time. Now, history should have shown my ass that this fuck nigga was going to do that shit again. Uh, because that's why now I don't give people second chances. Like, you fuck up one time with me, that's it, you're done. I don't give a fuck, okay? Jesus forgives, I don't. Bye, bitch. But that's just me. <laughs> that's me. Like, I can, the most I'll do with a situation is accept it and move on. But I think one of the, the issues with uh, forgiveness is that people tend to be very naive and let those people back in again. And that's what I did. But maybe that I was just applying uh, forgiveness wrong. So I ended up looking on Facebook. This dude created a Facebook the same day he got out and added, like, most of my friends. He added most of my friends because we had mutual friends or at least acquaintances anyway. And when I went to go send him a <laughs> send him a request, he rejected it, y'all. He didn't block me or nothing. He just rejected it. What sense does that make? You might as well just block me. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? I don't get that. Like, if you're going to do all that, you might as well just block me. But he just, he wouldn't accept it. He just kept rejecting it. And I tried to send him a message. He wouldn't respond. And I think I did send him, like, going off, too. But that is what it is. Because uh, it's like, what the hell? Now, I did realize, too, like, he ended up getting into a relationship uh, I don't know how much longer. I think I noticed around the same time as the the first time, maybe like three months afterwards, I noticed he was in a relationship with somebody. And um, I was just like, oh, okay. That's what's up. <laughs> that is what it is. Now, the reason I'm telling this story right now is because I really thought that this person was my twin flame. Like, I really thought that he was my twin flame. Um, he didn't know much about spirituality, um, at the time. So I had to teach him about like twin flames and, you know, star seeds and stuff like that. Cause another thing I thought about this person, you know, I thought he was like an indigo. He really seemed like he was an indigo because, um, one big trait about him is like, he's, he's different. He's a very likable dude. But he's like, he has a rebellious side. Like, he doesn't like to, you know, follow rules. Hence why he's been locked up multiple times. And, because <laughs> he's been locked up more than just that two times I'm talking about. I, I didn't know that until, like, he told me. That was actually, like, his third time. But he has certain characteristics and traits to himself that are very admirable. But, you know, I would talk to him about these sort of things. And, um you know, kind of educate him a little bit, you know, about the spiritual aspects of stuff. And looking back on everything now, like, I really don't think he was my twin flame. Even though I had somebody, you know, kind of say that he seemed like more of a twin flame partner, but I don't know, y'all. It's very confusing because with a with some information that I was given, um, I forgot what it was that I did, but it was some sort of thing that I did, and um, 
it pretty much gave me like a spiritual name. Uh, it, it's, it's like it added up like somehow it calculated like the date that I was born, the year, all that, the time. And it connected somehow, y'all. I don't, I, I can't even tell y'all right. But it pretty much came up with like a spiritual name for me, right? And it showed me like my life path number, which is four, by the way. But um, the spiritual name was was Dean. And y'all, that is this person's middle name. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> So, in my mind, I was like, okay, this dude gotta be my twin flame because what the hell? Like, that's weird. So, not only did we do that weird-ass telepathic thing, but, and we got along really well, you know what I'm saying? But, what the hell is that? Like, my spiritual name is his middle name? That seems like, you know outside looking in it's like yeah that's that's my that might be my twin flame and from back then i used to think you know because they they have a thing called a twin flame runner which pretty much is your twin flame when they're not ready to really meet you at your level uh or the level they know they're supposed to be at they'll run and looking at the uh, the situation it seemed like you know that fit what was going on between us but now that I've kind of grown a little bit more and I've learned more about, you know, Twin Flames, I'm kind of think starting to think that Twin Flames don't really do that to each other. Um, I, I just, I don't, from what I've been told and what I've researched lately, it's like Twin Flames are the people that actually really know you um, inside and out like even if y'all just met like they it seemed like they've known you for your whole life you know what i mean um y'all learn each other very quickly y'all get along y'all don't do stuff like that to hurt each other um y'all y'all don't have all that drama you know what i mean so that's just how my views have changed on that i'm not sure which one is which but looking back on everything i kind of feel like he might have been more of like a a karmic soulmate which is somebody who you know, before your, before this life, you know, in the spiritual realm, y'all pretty much just, y'all make like a, a contract with each other. Um, cause maybe y'all have some sort of unfinished business from a previous lifetime. Maybe you've hurt them in a past life lifetime, or they've hurt you continuously in past lifetimes. I don't know. Um, but that's how I'm seeing him because there is a difference between a twin flame, a karmic connection or soulmate or a regular soulmate so i'm thinking that he's more so one of those um he's one of those i don't think he was he has to be a karmic (laughs) connection because there's no way there's no way I, i just don't feel like no like i had to learn something through that you know and being totally honest that shit sent me to a very dark place after he did that like I, I, had, I was in a dark place for about maybe three or four months after that. Like I was very angry. I was very sad. I was bitter because it was like this nigga did this again after six or seven years. He did the same fucking shit. But that taught me that uh, you know, a tiger doesn't change his stripes. If somebody do some shit like that to you one time, they'll do it to you again. They won't even hesitate. 
So, I'm saying all of this right now to say this. Be very careful of who you who you call a twin flame because you need to be very careful who these titles and labels you're giving to people because that's a very deep thing. Um, you're talking about your soul here, your spirit. You can't just be calling everybody your twin flame or even a soulmate because you never know who you attaching yourself to like that and what you attaching to with that person. And I remember um, one specific conversation I had with him we were pretty much, I told him, look, if we're going to be together, I'm not trying to run your life or none of that shit, but you told me everything that it took for you to get in there, the environment you was in, the people you was fucking with that wasn't up to no good. I said, look, I'm not going to tell you to cut people off like that, but you got to distance yourself. You, you, you really do. Like, I know you're going to if they your friends like that, you're going to love them, you know what I mean? But you're going to have to outgrow that shit if you're fucking with me because I'm not having it. I'm not going to... I don't want to be with somebody who still has an attachment to their past like that, uh, especially when it can bring you down just like it's, as quickly as it did the other times. Like, no. <laughs> no, and I told him that. And I remember him telling me And I should have just took this as a red flag, okay? Another red flag is that he said, well, you know, I chose this life, you know, before um, before I was even grown. I chose this as a young age. So I already right there. That's telling me that he was for the streets to begin with. But, yeah, this whole thing is just, it's a trip when I think about it. But one thing I'm realizing right now as I'm talking, like, I don't even feel angry, like, about it no more. I don't even feel hurt about it no more. It's like the sting been took out of it because he really was not the best for me. And it's no shade to him. It's just I know I can do better. And that's just what that is. No shade at all. Not trying to put him down at all. Like like I said, I feel like if we would have been together, even if just as friends, I feel like we could have done some great things together because of our connection that we did have, but it is what it is. It wasn't meant to be, and I feel like, honestly, the universe and God and my ancestors were protecting me from that bullshit, because there ain't no telling what sort of shit, you know, that was going on. I wasn't having those dreams for no reason, so I was being warned, so it, it just had to take that being yanked from me like because I would have kept trying to you know thug it out trying to work it you know work things out work through problems and all that shit when it wasn't meant to be that probably that shit probably would have been the death of me on some real stuff you never know another thing I want to kind of add to all that too is be very careful you know of the people that you date especially if they are if they do have records and I'm not trying to like put a bad name on people who go to jail or prison sometimes you just do dumb shit but you have to be very weary of repeat offenders because something has to be wrong with you mentally like you have to be a little sick to want to keep going back to a place 
that is ruining your life and it puts you in a certain like mode and like it puts you in survival mode like jail prison that's not a place to be that that is a very harsh environment it's it's very toxic so if a person keeps going back there and keeps doing shit to get them sent back there it's like come on like there's a problem either that or you got a boyfriend i don't know (laughs) one of the two but the thing about jail or prison is like it changes people or it brings out the ugliness that was already inside of them to begin with. You know what I mean? It just pretty much amplifies that shit. And I don't know which one is which in his case. But, you know, like I said, I made him choose and he ain't here. So that show you exactly where he at. And for the record, if this gentleman happens to be listening to this podcast, hey, how you doing? Uh, I just want to let you know that I'm really not mad at you anymore. I'm not mad. I'm really not mad at you. I don't hate you or nothing. I kind of feel more of like an indifference towards you at this point. Um, I will say that you did, I guess you did the right thing for whatever reason you felt like you didn't need to talk to me afterwards. Um, and that's fine because honestly, <laughs> my life is better without you. And hopefully, you know, I feel like whatever your karma is for doing what you did, you'll receive it if you haven't already. And that, that really ain't up to me how it's going to happen. Um, and, you know, hopefully... Nobody does the same thing to your children, especially if you have daughters. And I I would say I wish you the best, but I don't really wish you anything. And that's just being honest. I don't wish you, I don't wish anything ill towards you, but I don't, I don't wish you the best either. I I just really don't care. You know, still got love for you, but it's like you showed me who you were. So I believe you now. And for the record, please don't come back. I'm doing good, okay? I don't need no drama. (laughs) So, that's it for the podcast, y'all. If you enjoyed it, I know this was a long one and it was a little juicy. But if you enjoyed it, please support by um, following this podcast, sharing it, and... Go ahead while you're at it. I'm on, I'm on YouTube right now because I'm documenting my weight loss journey. So far, I've lost 24 pounds. Yay. So go ahead and follow me on YouTube at I am Gemstone and subscribe. And also um, follow me on Instagram at I am Gemstone 1111. That's it, y'all. I'm out. Have a good day, night, afternoon, whatever, whatever it is where you are. Bye.